Miami Heat take a commanding Game 1 series lead, 123-116. to In the first half, the Celtics and Heat were both going back and forth and changing buckets. However, in the second quarter, the Celtics, they started to gain some momentum as they were up as many as 10 points going into halftime. In the second half, that's where things went right for the Miami Heat and bad for the Boston Celtics in a nutshell. As the Celtics went completely ghost in the third quarter, most notably Jason Tatum, who was just was not him in the third quarter. He was pretty much missing in action. And down the stretch, it wasn't much any better either, as he had four turnovers, with two being very crucial down the stretch. And he only shot the ball four times in the third in which he barely demanded the ball. That says everything you need to know right there. And the thing I didn't like what Boston did was they played so lackadaisy at the third quarter. Because keep in mind, they had all momentum going into halftime. The Raptors made as 10 points. And then the third quarter, they just played so lackadaisy, just calm, all that. They just weren't playing with intensity. And the Miami Heat, that's one of the worst teams you could possibly do that against because you're going up against Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, even though he's not the same. Even though Tyler Hero, he's on the bench. Maxi Struel, you got a bunch of smart vets. And that's literally one of the worst teams you could do that against. And it showed as Jimmy Butler was a man amongst boys tonight. He was deemed pretty much unguardable. As he finished the game with 35 points, 7 assists, and 6 steals. Yes, he was basically a man amongst boys. Freaking boys tonight. Just absolutely unguardable. As he was the main X Factor down the stretch, making big time shots at the big time shots at the big time shots. And he pretty much just took over the game. It's that simple. I mean, it got so bad to the point which th that their own crowd, the Celtics crowd, started booing up as they was down 103 to 91 going into the fourth quarter. Now, to the Celtics' credit, they did bounce up a little, they bounced back a little board. They did try to rally back, but by then it was too late as the Heat had all momentum. And also, Jimmy Butler was pretty much hot at that point. And once Jimmy Butler is hot, you know you're screwed. And yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And honestly, I'm not really surprised that this happened because think about it, right? The Heat, they're a team that always give it their all. They have smart vets. Even though they're old, the vets, they are had a ton of experience. They've been there before. And also add the fact, you have Eric Spolstrom, who's one of our better coaches in the NBA, let alone maybe NBA history probably. I take that back, NBA history. And which the thing that always baffled me is that he never won at least one player or one coach of the year. He never won one. That's always baffling. But back to the experience side. They are experienced from top to bottom. Like I said, players, coach, front office. I mean, Eric Spolstrom been there for damn well for 15 years. He's been there since Stan Van Gundy was there. Jeff Van Gundy was there. I believe. He was there for years. And he still knows what he's doing. He's been up on stages before. So he knows what to do. And it worked. And keep in mind, right, Boston? I mean, come on. The Heat shot, what, 52% for the three? And they were still in the game. It's so crazy to me. But... I think the adjustments that Boston needs to make, the two I think they need to, the first one is simple. Stop leaving Jimmy Butler one-on-one because -on -one, he was pretty much cooking everybody one-on-one. -on -one. Unless you're putting Marcus Smart, Jason Taylor, or Jalen Brown on him, then you're pretty much screwed. 
that simple. You're pretty much true. And this is something that he did last series. And it took it took their coach four games to basically make adjustments to stop doing that and double team immediately because once he gets hot, he's pretty much unguardable. There's not much really he could do here. As not only he could, he's a good scorer, good defender, very versatile, could create fouls, stuff like that, and has a ton of heart. He loves getting to his spots, you know, all the other stuff. He's just pretty much unguardable when he's in his bag. It's that simple. And there's not much really anybody could do there. And another one being put their foot on the gas board. And what I mean by that is, like, they had all the momentum going to halftime. And they just played lackadaisy, put, they took their foot off the pedal for a little bit in the third quarter. And then by the time they started to make a little bit of momentum going into the fourth, it was too late. They had all the momentum. But, um, yeah, he take a one on command and lead. It's going to be very interesting on how game two is going to look. But I did expect this series to be hard fought. And whoever wants it more is somebody going to win the series. But... Nevertheless, I'll see you guys later, and I will recap the Nuggets versus the Lakers game tomorrow. Anyway, peace.